0: Grace to you in peace from God our Father and from our risen and living Lord and Savior. Our text this evening is from Matthew 26. We read again verses 21 to 24. Now as they were eating, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and each of them began to say to him, Lord, is it I? He answered and said, He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes, just as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. So far our text. Sanctify us by your truth, O Lord. Your word is truth. Amen. Betrayal. Makes for a great movie. Makes for a great story. Anytime somebody says, this movie or this TV show has it all, they always mention betrayal. Makes for a good story, but it makes for an awful life. Good in fiction, bad in real life. Betrayal destroys relationships and leaves us hurting and desperate. And yet... We all do it. Jesus says in our text of the one who would betray him, it would have been good for that man if he had not been born. That's how bad betrayal is. And yet, despite its desperate effects, despite how it destroys our relationships, we all give in to the temptation sometimes. And so the question before us tonight is not What about Judas, or why did Judas do it, or who is the one Judas? The question that we ponder tonight is, Lord, is it I? How have I betrayed you and my neighbor? When was the last time you betrayed somebody? We can use the Jeff Foxworthy method, right? You might be a betrayer if. Is that too old of a reference? you might be a betrayer if you ever messed up and blamed somebody else something goes wrong something's not the way you want it to be you're a little late it's easy in our sinfulness to throw somebody else under the bus it's not my fault my mom forgot to remind me to do my worksheet my teacher didn't explain it well enough my dog ate it Right? it's not my fault My spouse made me late. You might be a betrayer if you've ever criticized, gossiped, or talked about somebody behind their back. We often feel confident. We often feel like it's okay because they're never going to know. They're not around. They're not going to hear what I say about them, so it doesn't really matter if I talk in a disparaging way about my neighbor, my friend, even my loved ones. You might be a betrayer if you ever plotted To get your way, instead of just talking about things honestly and openly, went behind somebody's back to to figure out a way that you can get your way despite uh, the fact that somebody else wants to do it a different way. There's really no if about it. There's no maybe about it. We've all betrayed God and one another. Some more, some less, but we've all betrayed each other. So what are we going to do about it? How are we going to deal with this betrayal, this sin that we so often give this temptation we give into, and this sin which others do against us and really hurts us and makes us very angry, in which we sometimes hang on to throughout our lives, ruining our relationship like a like a thorn in our heart? How are we going to win the battle? Against betrayal. That brings us to our theme for our Latin series this year. The battle belongs to the Lord, not to us. If we think that we're strong enough to resist these temptations, we're wrong. And we lose. If we think we're strong enough and wise enough and good enough to deal with the way others treat us, we're wrong. And we lose. When we put our confidence in the Lord. When we remember that the battle belongs to Him and He is the victor, then we win. The theme of our Lenten series this year comes to us from one of the most beloved of all the Sunday school stories. Right, One of the most beloved of, of the Bible accounts. We probably all put it in our top five. You might put a few, few above it. But it's got to be up there. David and Goliath. And David went out to meet Goliath, that 10 foot tall giant of a man. David, without even though he went out with nothing but a sling and a rock, he went out with confidence. And when Goliath taunted David and laughed at him, David responded, Goliath, you're going to lose. I'm going to cut off your head. Why? Why? Because the battle belongs to the Lord. We call it David versus Goliath, but David knew full well that it wasn't David versus Goliath because the little man doesn't win against the ten-foot giant. David knew full well that it was God versus Goliath. And that's why he was confident in a victory. The battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. The battle belongs to the Lord. This Sunday we're going to hear about Jesus heading out into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. When we think of a victor, when we think of a battle, what do we usually think of? A sword? I think that's one. Man with a sword on a horse, armies, guns, blood. We don't usually think of a man alone in the desert. But make no mistake, Jesus went into that wilderness to fight a battle. A battle that was ours. A battle that we should have been fighting, but which he went in our place because he knew we couldn't win. He didn't bring a sword. He brought the word of God. And he went out to fight our greatest enemy, Satan, and to win in our place. The battle belongs to the Lord. When we, like David, remember that simple truth We win. When we forget it, and think we're the hero, and try to do things on our own, we lose. I know I would lose against a 10-foot giant. It doesn't matter what kind of fight it is, whether it's with swords or wrestling or throwing rocks. I know I would lose. And even more so, I know full well that I will lose Against temptation and against the fight to forgive when others betray me, unless, like David, I remember to put my trust in the Lord and in his strength. Well, let's get back to tonight's particular theme betrayal. And apply a David's lesson to that particular temptation as well. Why do we do it? When we know full well the pain and the hurt and the agony and the devastating effects it has on our life and the lives of the ones we love, it's usually the ones we love the most that we betray, why do we do it? And we have two examples in front of us this evening, Judas and Absalom. And both of them had good reason, at least according to them. According to their point of view, they both had good reason to do what they did. We don't know exactly what Absalom was thinking. Sorry, we don't know exactly what Judas was thinking when he decided to sell Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. The Bible doesn't tell us. But we can read in Matthew 27, verse 3, Then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that he had been condemned, was remorseful and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. Certainly sounds like Judas was very surprised that Jesus was actually condemned. And it's not hard to picture Judas talking to himself before he did this thing and saying, No one will get hurt. They can't actually accuse Jesus of anything. I'll sell them for 30 pieces of silver. We'll have 30 pieces of silver to help out the poor and and they'll let Jesus off. Doesn't that sound just like us? What they don't know won't hurt them. No one will get hurt. No one needs to know. Aren't these common thoughts that tempt us to do things that we know that we shouldn't. But it does hurt. It hurts us. It hurts them. It hurts Jesus. Absalom also, at least in his mind, again, had good reason for doing what he did. And that's a whole other story, a story that almost never makes it into the Sunday school lessons and for good reason. It's a story that uh, we can't really go through tonight with children present. But let's just say that Absalom was angry. He was angry at his brother Amnon, and he was angry at his father David because he didn't think that uh, David, his father David, dealt properly with his brother Amnon. He wanted justice uh, against his brother because what his brother did. It's a a story worth reading when you get home. 2 Samuel 13 and 14. But the point is, he believed right and justice was on his side after all look at what amnon did to his sister and so he betrayed his father and he ended up dead we didn't get to that part in our reading today but the point is we can always come up with a good reason we can always come up with a, a good excuse to betray one another to talk badly about one another to refuse to forgive to one another to be angry to be a betrayer after all they deserve it no one will get hurt no one will win will will know and we're not going to win against these temptations by our own strength we can only win when we go back to that lesson that we learned from david that the battle belongs to the Lord. Jesus went into the wilderness to be tempted for us and to win the battle for us. Jesus went to the cross to die for our sins and to win the battle for us. When Judas betrayed Jesus, Jesus offered him forgiveness. Judas didn't take it, but Jesus offered love and forgiveness, calling, we heard in our our Passion reading, Jesus calling Judas to repent. It's not too late. When Peter betrayed Jesus, Jesus gave him forgiveness as well. When King Saul betrayed David, David didn't respond in kind. He didn't seek vengeance. He didn't turn around and betray King Saul. When he had the chance to reach out his hand and kill King Saul, he did not, but trusted in the Lord. When his son Absalom betrayed him, He commanded his generals in the strictest terms not to kill his son Absalom. One of them did anyway. And David wept. And said, it would have been better if I had died. He would rather Absalom win and kill him than Absalom die. David learned when he faced Goliath to trust in the Lord for the victory. That the battle belongs to the Lord. And that was a lesson that he took to every aspect of his life. Not just when he was fighting ten foot giants. He learned how to, to put his faith in God's strength. And to trust in God to help him to forgive and to love. And to trust in Jesus to, do, to, to leave justice in his hands. And to learn from him to love one another. We cannot do this on our own any more than we could win a physical alteration with Goliath. We can't resist temptation, and we certainly can't learn how to forgive those who have betrayed us. Not with our own strength. But it's not our fight anymore. Because the battle belongs to the Lord he has already won it for us he is our strength he is our victor through him we are forgiven and with his help we can forgive one another amen the peace of god that surpasses all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds in christ jesus